Okay, so on the podcast, you may hear some dead air here for a second while I get everything else set up, but I am ecstatic over Trump's speech uh, tonight at Mount Rushmore. This was uh, one of the best political speeches I've heard uh, in my life. And I've been following politics for as long as I can remember. Alright, so we're gearing up the live stream on Facebook. Click and record to go on YouTube. Looking for a cigar cutter. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope... Yeah, I'm like off-center. Okay. Hope everyone got a chance to hear President Trump's speech tonight from Mount Rushmore. Uh, Probably the best political... Well, the best patriotic... I don't want to say political. Patriotic speech I've heard in my life. This... uh, was to be a rah-rah moment for America because in the last few weeks we've been in turmoil and I'll be The first and maybe only one to tell you. Sometimes turmoil in America leads to good things. Um, You know, I'm a believer that the turmoil that people like Dr. King, Rosa Parks, and others created were a good thing. Um, Even Malcolm X, to an extent. Uh, You know, a lot of conservatives and people wouldn't agree with me on that, but nonetheless, this speech uh, was done controversially, of course, because it's Donald Trump and the media has to make everything he does a controversy. But it wasn't a controversial speech. It was a patriotic, American-loving speech. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I was, I I mean, I I couldn't sit down afterwards. I had to, uh, well, I wanted to get this video up uh, as quick as possible, as as well as my podcast, because I don't want to get lost in the white noise that's going to follow this. But this, I haven't heard a speech like this since Ronald Reagan. You know, I just haven't. And you can YouTube Reagan's speeches and compare it to this one. Trump spoke at length, like he always does, 
but it was very poignant and it held my attention for the full length of the speech. I don't know how long it went. Um, I was watching it on the Trump YouTube channel and uh, it actually cut out in about the middle of the fireworks. The fireworks were outstanding and they took breaks in during the fireworks display to say you know these fireworks are to honor you know these people now these fireworks are to honor those people and you know it was like first responders uh our you know founding fathers so on and so forth um and i'm sure you're going to be able to find the you the video on youtube so i'm not gonna I can't describe fireworks, obviously. Um, it ended with a very beautiful rendition of the uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic by the Air Force Band. And uh, there was a, a young lady who was gorgeous. Sorry, this little, I'm a guy. I noticed those things. Um, she she just belted it out man oh my goodness she had a great voice the feed i was watching it on because i had to quickly hunt for a second feed after the uh trump youtube page stopped uh i went to the what was it one america network feed uh and watched the end of the fireworks and you know it was more than just fireworks it was literally you know tributes to uh, Americans and our military and so on but these were some of the you know quotes that I heard in the speech that I felt stood out um, I got this from it's called firstdraft.com and they um I don't know how they got the first draft of the speech or whatever, but this was, this was awesome. You gotta arrange things here so I can YouTube, Facebook, and podcast all at once. Okay. So it starts out with, uh, well, we start out with thanking everybody. Uh, the governor of North Dakota, uh, Christy Nome, you can tell she works out. Man, she, her arms were like diesel. It was crazy. Um, she was she's she's gonna be somebody in GOP politics for a long time. I have a feeling, um, and she seems smarter than our last female prodigy, Sarah Palin. I've lost a lot of faith in Sarah Palin. I think she's ditzy. But anyway. Uh, after he thanked everyone, they had the uh, stealth bombers fly over. They had the Blue Angel uh, fly over. Uh, you know, Trump, of course, thanked everyone, said how happy he and Melania were, that, uh, were to be there. Uh, Melania was wearing this white dress with some kind of black pattern on it. I, I expected her to be in something more red, white, and blue. 
for a day like that, but he has another speech tomorrow at 6 p.m., so maybe she'll don the red, white, and blue then. Uh, Trump had on a, a navy blue suit with a white, te uh, white dress shirt and red tie, so he was wearing his red, white, and blue. Uh, so he started out, you know, there could be no better place to celebrate America's independence than beneath the magnificent, incredible, majestic mountain and monument to the greatest who have ever lived today. We pay tribute to the exceptional lives that extraordinary legacies of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. Um, as you know, these there's been a movement, one, to take down Mount Rushmore. And they use every excuse in the book um, from, you know, these guys, you know, were racist hate mongers to... Uh, you know, this land was stolen from the Sioux Nation. Well, let me give you a, a little hist history lesson. Uh, the Sioux Nation and the Lakota tribe specifically were some of the most feared warriors from the Rockies to the Great Lakes. You don't become feared warriors by being, you know, nice people. <laughs> Uh, not saying that, that Sioux or Native Americans are bad people. I actually feel pretty bad for them. And I disagree with Trump on something, but I'll get to that later. Uh, but they got the land by taking it from other Native American tribes. And they got other land by taking it from other Native American tribes in wars. So, anyways... These are four of the greatest presidents that ever lived, uh, ever led our nation. They were not, you know, filthy racists like Woodrow Wilson, who showed... Uh, the first movie ever shown at the White House was a Ku Klux Klan propaganda film called The Birth of a Nation, and it was shown by Woodrow Wilson. What a, what a jerk. Uh, next, you know, Trump... Another thing I saw that Trump or heard and then found that Trump said was and it all, all it will be soon greater than ever before our founding fathers launched not only a revolution in government but a revolution in the pursuit of justice equality liberty and prosperity no nation has done more to advance the human condition than the United States of America, and no people have done more to promote human progress than the citizens of our great nation. You think about the things that have come from the United States of America. One that sticks out to me is Dr. Jonas Salk and the polio vaccine, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic and we're looking for a vaccine. And America's leading the way with you know help from scientists all over the world. But America has taken the lead in that. Just like we took the 
you know, Jonas Salk took the lead in the polio vaccine. We were the second in outer space to the Soviet Union, but we were the first ones to put men on the moon. You know, uh, things like, you know, projecting our strength around the world. Through most of the 1990s and early 2000s, the United States was the world's police department. Whenever you know, trouble arose, it was like dispatch the United States military to clean it up. You know, whether it was Kuwait in 1990, 91, whether it was, you know, Somalia, uh, you name it, our soldiers and sailors and airmen were there to save the world. Go back to World War II. Trump mentions that later in his speech. Yeah, we won two world wars. Save the world from the Nazis, right? Uh, the, another thing he said that I liked was, it was all made possible by the courage of 56 patriots. I did another video on what happened to the 56 uh, people, the 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence. Uh, go back to what Trump said here. 56 patriots who gathered in Philadelphia 244 years ago and signed the Declaration of Independence. They enshrined a divine truth that changed the world forever. When they said all men are created equal, these immortal words set into motion the unstoppable march of freedom. Our founders boldly declared that we are all endowed with the same divine rights given us by our Creator in heaven and that which God has given us. We will allow no one to ever take them away. So he's going back to our Christian faith roots, the faith of the founding fathers in the Almighty God. You know, that's what this nation was founded on. But way back to the pilgrims, you can say what you want to say about the Mayflower Compact, and yes, there was a business agreement to that, but the, there was also a Christian uh, fundamental part of that. The, the pilgrims needed a way to finance the voyage across the ocean, and their tithes and offerings at church were not enough. So they sought out businessmen to help pay for their trip. And in return, they would send, you know, crops, goods, wood. Wood was a big thing back then. Uh, and here was this, you know, totally, uh, you know, wooded land where, you know, they could cut down timber and send it back to Britain and stuff like that. Uh, but they were coming on a Christian pilgrimage to practice uh, free religion. The next thing that I uh, said, that he said, uh, about the people that are trying to, you know, tear down America and change us right now, uh, one of their weapons is cancel culture, driving people from their jobs, shaming uh, dissenters, and demanding total submission from anyone who disagrees. This is the very definition of totalitarianism 
and it is completely alien to our culture and to our values and is at, has absolutely no place in the United States of America. Uh, he's right. You know, every opinion matters. I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to agree with Democrats, Republicans, left wing, right wing. I don't have, you don't have to agree with me. But you shouldn't be allowed to go to my boss, even though I don't really have a boss, and say, fire so-and-so because he disagrees with something I say. That's not, you know, freedom. That's totalitarianism. Okay? And he goes on, he went on to say, My fellow Americans, it is time to speak up loudly and strongly and powerfully and defend the integrity of our country. It is a time for politicians to summon up, summon the bravery and determination of our American ancestors. It is time. It is time to plant our flag and to protect the greatest nation for citizens of every race in every city and every part of this glorious land. So that's right. We should be protecting all races, all sexual orientations, all creeds, all religions. That's what America was founded on. Freedom. Your freedom, my freedom, the right to bear arms, the right to arm bears. The very first line in the First Amendment of the Constitution establishes free practice of religion. And that practice has come under fire because of a virus. A virus. Churches have been shut down. People who tried to attend church have been given citations. Even though the church itself made special uh, seating for social distancing. In Chicago, I'm talking about. Uh, even, you know, drive-in churches where you're your pastor's on a stage or on a front porch of a church and you're sitting in your car, some of that's even come under fire. Uh, but that's not what America should be. And he's talking beyond this virus situation. He's talking about, you know, in general, you know, Christianity, uh, Judaism, uh, a lot of religions have come under attack. Even, you know, we should respect and allow uh, Muslims to have their freedom of religion in America. You know, it doesn't matter. Muslim, Baptist, Catholic, Jew. We're all free to practice our religion in America. Uh, it says, or he said, pardon me. All our children from every community must be taught that to be an American is to be is to inherit the spirit of the most adventurous and confident people to ever walk the face of the earth. Americans are the people who pursue our manifest destiny across the ocean into the uncharted wilderness over the tallest mountains and then into the skies and even to the stars. 
He's talking about, you know, the people for generations that came here from other countries seeking refuge, whether it was economic, whether it was famine, whether it was um, religious persecution. People came here, they melted into American culture, they assimilated, and they made our culture better with, uh, you know, their, with their culture by bringing little bits of this and that and adding it to America. Think of all the Jewish scientists that came over here during World War II. I'm not talking about the Germans that we brought over after World War II. I'm talking about people like Albert Einstein who fled the Nazis and other Jewish scientists. Uh, they were some of the people who worked on <coughs> the atomic bomb that ended World War II, no matter what you feel about that atomic weapon. They were some of the most brilliant mathematicians and scholars, and they came here to uh, avoid the oppression of the Nazis, okay? Uh, you know, it, you can go on and on. You know, the Irish that came here because of the potato famine. The Italians that came here, uh, some as birds of passage went, they came to America, they made some money, they took it back home. Or, you know, they came to America and worked, you know, the docks and the factories and sent money back to their families. You know, this is America. This is what America is about. People coming here from all over the world and being able to be free, to make money, to speak their mind, do things that other countries can't do. And now, a small group of left-wing radicals are trying to take that away from us. Unreal. He goes on to say, We are a country of Andrew Jackson. That's where I start to disagree with him. But let me finish this quote. We're the country of Andrew Jackson, Ulysses S. Grant, Frederick Douglass, the land of Wild Bill Hickok, he's playing to the South Dakota crowd there, and Buffalo Bill Cody, again, playing to South Dakota. Uh, we are a nation that gave rise to the Wright Brothers, the Tuskegee Airmen, Harriet Tubman, she's awesome, Claire Barton, Jesse Owens, I love him, George Patton, General George Patton, <laughs> uh, the great Louis, Louis Armstrong, Alan Shepard, Elvis Presley, Muhammad Ali, and only America could have produced them all no other place. Now, I disagree with a Andrew Jackson. He did do a lot as a general um, during what's called the Second American Revolution. You know, the Battle of New Orleans and, you know, the song in 1814, we took a little trip 
along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. But Colonel or General Andrew Jackson later became President Jackson because he was a war hero. He did some bad things to the Native Americans, specifically the Cherokee living, uh, was it in Alabama or Georgia? and marched them to Oklahoma on what's known as the Trail of Tears. So I'm not so big on Andrew Jackson, but if you want his statue taken down, there's a way to do that. And remind you, he was a Democrat. Ulysses S. Grant, who became president and was also the head of the Union Army, uh, that won the Civil War, reunited the country, and ended slavery. Frederick Douglass, the escaped slave and abolitionist who uh, taught other people to read. First he taught, uh, actually he first taught white children, then he started teaching other blacks to read because uh, slaves were kept illiterate by their masters. Uh, you know, you go. he goes into, you know, the Tuskegee Airmen, who were in a segregated air unit in World War II, but are one of the most decorated World War II uh, fighter pilot wings. Uh, you know, the Wright brothers. You know, how many nations could give birth to the ambition of the Wright brothers who flew, you know, the first airplane, invented the airplane, right? Harriet Tubman, you know, great abolitionist and runaway slave Jesse Owens Ohio State OH uh, you know I, I love just I love the story of Jesse Owens I always have since I read it like in the fourth or fifth grade of how he was kind of an underdog in a way and of course Hitler thought he had built the master race and they were just going to dominate the Berlin Olympics and Jesse Owens was just smoking white people on the, well, the Nazi, whatever, you, you know what I'm saying, was smoking all of the, his white competitors to the point where Hitler got pissed off and left the stadium. So props to Jesse. Uh, you know, Louis Armstrong, great musician. I actually quoted one of his uh, songs in a letter I wrote to the editor a few months ago. Uh, Alan Shepard, one of the first men in space, uh, well, first American man in space. Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll who transformed music forever. Muhammad Ali, who transformed the sport of boxing, was, you know, one of the first mega stars. You know, we, we take for granted people like Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant as big superstars. Uh, but Muhammad Ali was like the first professional athlete to just be like a uh, more than an athlete he was a philosopher you know he brought glitz and glamour to the sport of boxing uh you know just amazing and then you know of course he refused to serve in the vietnam war for political reasons uh he changed his name from cassius clay to muhammad ali but he was a good man for all intents and purposes, uh, you know, and probably only in America could he have done what he did.
Trump went on to say, you know, we settled the Wild West, won two world wars, landed American astronauts on the moon, and one day, very soon, we will plant our flag on Mars. So, yeah, there is a... Uh, there's a planned human trip to Mars, but it's like a lifetime trip. I think it's like you're you're going one way and you ain't coming back because it's going to take so many years. But uh, there's other ways to plant your flag on Mars, I guess. You can use a robot or a rover or something like that. But I can see the liberals tomorrow or maybe tonight picking that line apart going... Oh, Trump's more worried about going to Mars than he is about saving lives with the virus going on. Really? We were supposed to have, what, 2.2 million Americans die from this virus. 120 or 50,000 have died so far, which is way too many. Don't get me wrong. One death is one too many. Trump has said that many times. But... The fact that he saved 1.9 million lives at least by shutting the country down should be, you know, celebrated. But now we have to look at the negative all the time. But nonetheless, he's going to, you know, we're going to put our flag on Mars very soon. Probably with a co-op of private, uh, private interest and government interest. Let's see here. He went on to say, they will know that in America you can do anything. He's talking about our children. You can be anything, and together we can achieve anything. Uplifting, uplifted by the titans of Mount Rushmore, we will find unity. Unity. That's very important. We need to find unity. He's talking about uniting the country. We will find unity that no one expected we will, make strides no one thought possible. This country will be everything that our citizens have hoped for for so many years. So he's talking about, you know, reforming, you know, the, the way government is. He's talking about, you know, the racial divide there that's going on in this country right now. He's talking about bringing people together, you know, uniting the country. I guarantee you the liberals will either spin that or they'll not cover it. Uh, the last thing I had here uh, is Americans must never lose sight of the miraculous story. Let me read that again. Americans must never lose sight of this miraculous story. Should never lose sight of it. Nobody has ever done it like we have done it. So today, under the authority invested in me as President of the United States, I am announcing the creation of a new monument to the giants of our past. I am signing an executive order to establish the National Guard of American Heroes, a vast outdoor park that will feature statues of the greatest Americans to ever live. So I, I bet you, and there's going to be others, but you know these people he named before 
like Elvis Muhammad Ali uh, where did it go well all the people I just talked about the Wright brothers <clears throat> okay here we go Ulysses S. Grant he probably already has some statues Frederick Douglass I don't know if there's a statue of him anywhere there should be uh, you know the Tuskegee Airmen Harriet Tubman they're all going to get a statue in this national park, I'll bet you. Clara Barton, Jesse Owens, George Patton, Louis Armstrong, Alan Shepard, Elvis Presley, Muhammad Ali. I, I guarantee you these people are going to be in that park so people can see not just the political or military leaders of this country, but so they can see the civil rights leaders. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. finally got a monument a few years ago. Maybe he'll get another statue in this park. And hopefully it includes a museum because a statue can only say so much right you can have a little plaque on a statue or a big plaque I don't know how big the statues are uh, but you can you know have statues but they can only say so much so the, hopefully there's a visitor center I'm sure there'll be a gift shop because you know we love to sell souvenirs uh, and anyways, but he's going to build this park to dedicate to American heroes, you know, heroes of industry, heroes of uh, political, you know, every American hero, celebrities that have, you know, revolutionized things, uh, all those people. So, yeah, we can take down the Civil War these uh, confederate statues I don't have a problem with that um, you know Trump has a problem with renaming military bases because he feels that they represent the men and women who trained at those bases more than the person that they're named after like I never knew Fort Bragg was named after a confederate general uh, you know so these things, you know, some need to change, but, you know, new bases, you know, will probably be named after uh, Union generals, you know, current generals. Like, why don't we name a, a base after Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf that liberated, you know, uh, Kuwait from Iraq? Uh, you know, why don't we have a base named after you know, George Patton or Dwight Eisenhower, or I don't know if we do or not. Uh, but, you know, he's going to move America forward. And that's what this speech was about, was making America better, bringing people together, uniting Americans. Man, I'm just so tweaked about this. It's unreal. 
<coughs> sorry, I'm getting sinus drainage and everything else overexcited. But whether you like Trump or not, you know, find the full speech. Probably you should search YouTube and Donald the Donald Trump channel or the White House channel so that you don't get some cockamamie news uh, headlines scrolling at the bottom. And listen to this speech. It's one of the best I've heard. And I've been, I mean, I go back to Ronald Reagan. You know, that's as far back as I can remember of presidents. Uh, He was the great orator, the great communicator. Uh, You know, George H.W. Bush is one of my favorite presidents. But he was not a a great speaker. You know, Donald Trump can bring it with a speech. Donald Trump can lead. And he can motivate people. You know, how he's going to work with... Well, he's not going to work with Antifa. Uh, You know, hopefully you know he can work with the true leaders of the black community... Although Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson, who used to be his friends, uh, no longer want to work with him. Uh, Oprah, who was his friend, no longer wants to work with him. But, you know, he's got to do something to reach out to that community. And he has done so with, you know, his police reform executive order. The, you know, Senate put forth an executive order, a, a bill led by Senator Tim Scott and the House Democrats shot it down on a shot down a bill on police reform uh, because it wasn't what they wanted. Um, But, you know, Trump is going to lead the way. And this was a great, great speech. It was not a political speech. It was a patriotic speech. Uh, The fireworks show and the music that went to it were great, even though On the feed that I started watching it on, it got kind of choppy at times. Uh, The Air Force Band did a great rendition of the uh, Battle Hymn of the Republic, one of my favorite patriotic songs. Uh, That young lady that was singing it belted it out, man. She was awesome. Uh, So to me, you know, tonight was just a great kickoff to Independence Day weekend and Americana and the American spirit and man all I can say is man God bless you all thanks for listening to my uh, channel Uh, if it's on YouTube it's called Panic Attack with Big John if you're on Facebook it's John Morrow a conservative op-ed and if you're listening on Spotify Anchor and all the podcast apps it's Panic Attack with Big John Uh, I'm just blown away and excited with patriotism right now. Well, it's actually today. Today is one of my favorite holidays uh, in America. And I'm looking forward to it. I got to get to bed so I can get to work. But I'm going to have fun at work tomorrow uh, being Independence Day. Uh, Today today being Independence Day. So happy Independence Day, everyone. Hi, Aaron. Uh, God bless everybody. God bless America. 
remember to pray for one another uh, and all that stuff. And happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, America. God bless you. I ended my Facebook stream, Aaron. You're going to have to watch it again. Okay. So Anchor Podcast people, you're getting a little overtime here. Uh, it was a great, great speech. I got a cigar in my mouth, that's why I'm mumbling. But uh, this was a beautiful thing. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen to it. Um, you can't listen to the media. They're going to spin everything he said into something negative. I guarantee. I guarantee it. They will make everything Trump said tonight. There was such a beautiful American patriotic speech. They will spin into hatred, racism, uh, anti-Semitism, veganism. Uh, what other ism is there? What is it? Xylophona, xylophonism, xenophobe, xenophobic. That's the new one. I thought that was the fear of the xylophone for the longest time. <laughs> but uh, they're going to spin it. So listen to the speech yourself. I've heard so many liberals on YouTube saying, Man, I hated Donald Trump until I listened to his speeches for myself. And then I said, wait a minute, this isn't what the media is reporting. So, hey, man, y'all got to do your own research and do your own thinking. So, uh, hey, God bless you. Listen to the next podcast. Thank you very, very, very much.